Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, March 2nd. I'm Anthony Grassi. Mississippi Valley State President Gerald Briggs opted to go in a different direction with athletics and current Delta Devils AD Dianthea Ford Key's last day with the program will be March 31st. In other news out of MVSU, the investigation into men's basketball head coach Lindsey Hunter, who was placed on administrative leave last week, continues. Details behind Jackson State AD Ashley Robinson's five-year extension include an increase in base pay from $200 to $230,000 plus $40,000 annually from the Tiger Fund Athletic Foundation and a one-time payment of $50,000. Interestingly, Jackson State will also provide Robinson with $18,000 per year for housing and a $20,000 bonus for dollars generated from sponsorships and major gifts. Buyout and payment terms are the same 24 months of base pay if Robinson exits before June 30th, 2024. An attorney representing Marshall in its case against Conference USA says the league did not have a bylaw that required arbitration if a school chose to terminate its membership, nor is the university in possession of any signed document that indicates such a course of action. Meanwhile, an attorney for the conference saying, the courts are pretty clear in this idea that when you agree to arbitration, Sovereign immunity does not protect you from that. You have to choose your forum. In terms of the arbitration provision, they are a member. They are still in it. They are bound by the bylaws. They can't benefit from it, then run away from it. Their departure will impact every other member. Maybe leaving is good for Marshall. I don't know that. But Marshall leaving is not good for Conference USA. The next hearing is set for the 16th. Thundering Herd President Brad Smith commented on the potential future for interim AD and longtime associate AD and chief of staff Jeff O'Malley. Jeff is an icon in our institution. He's invested 20 years here. He's beloved, everyone loves and trusts him. He is an amazing, amazing partner. And I think if he makes the decision to stay and Christian is excited about him staying and we're going to have a dynamic duo that cannot be competed with. UCF AD Terry Mahajer on the future of the Knights agreement with Nike saying, We'll probably extend for two more years. Where we are in the supply chain and with some other brands changing CEOs at this particular time, I don't think this is the best time to be negotiating a new deal to be very candid with you. I think we have to look at the market and where we are in the marketplace. And that's something that we always have to work through and navigate through. I don't want to go back to the market and do a deal with just anybody when I know that the value may not be there because of COVID and because of the current landscape. Sportico's Daniel Libet writes on the limited guidance being offered from the NCAA to member institutions on NIL or Alston matters. Oklahoma Executive Director for Compliance and NAAC President Jason Leonard saying, because of the lawsuits, including the antitrust actions, they are very cautious in terms of the guidance they want to provide. An unnamed SEC compliance director saying, It is definitely forge your own path in line with your state law, school policy, and school philosophy. Another anonymous FBS compliance leader saying, The fear is just future lawsuits. Following the new student fee structure for the University of North Carolina system, Western Carolina claims the largest jump year-over-year in student athletics fees, asking for an 11% uptick to $868. Western Carolina needs roughly $153 million worth of investments in facilities, hence the increase to student fees. 
Gary saying, we're not necessarily just trying to pretty things up. We're trying to get the bones in some of these facilities where they need to be. Yesterday, UC Riverside tried for a second time to get a referendum passed by the Associated Students of UCR that would raise student athletic fees from $35 per quarter to $125 per quarter. The decision was punted to next week's meeting, though Highlanders AD Wesley Millette did address the group this time around, along with a number of other athletics representatives voicing the need for additional support. Pittsburgh gets a $5 million commitment from the family of Tom Richards, a former Panthers men's basketball student athlete and University Board of Trustees chair. The cash will go toward the expansion and renovation efforts to practice, training, and sport performance facilities at the Peterson Event Center. Middle Tennessee has received $1.5 million from businessman and philanthropist John Floyd. The Blue Raiders saying Floyd's $1.5 million investment was made in support of the Blue Raider Athletics Association's recently launched Build Blue Capital Campaign, which plans to raise $15 million for the construction of much-needed new athletics facilities on campus. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, March 2nd. I'm Anthony Grassi, and be sure to check back in this afternoon.